Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, once again we say we are grateful for the gift of life. We are thankful for your mercies and your kindness. Lord, this morning, we ask for your spirit to lead us, to guide us, to help us to understand with our hearts and not with our mind. May we not be the same because we came in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated in heavenly places. And let's go back to our foundation scripture. We've been sharing and talking about faith, hope, and love. Hallelujah. Faith, hope, and love. And from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the Bible says, verse number 13, is it? The Bible says, there abided. Now there abided what? Faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of this is, yeah. The word charity is the word agape. Okay. Yeah, so wherever you see charity, you can put love there. Agape is the unconditional love of God. Amen. So Bible says that these three abides. Hallelujah. What are these? It doesn't say what they are, but it says they abide. They are there. These three, whether they are what we don't know. So they are forces. So we say uh, they abide. These three hmm? forces or spirit, or virtues, or what? Attitude. Some people are faithful, hopeful, loving. These three attitudes, and these three are related. And it's very important for us as Christians to know these three things that abide. Why does God select these three to talk to us about? Because these three is very, very important for your life as a Christian. What, whether you will do well or you will not do well depends on this. Whether you will die early or you live very long depends on these three. Whether you'll be prosperous or not depends on this. Hallelujah. Whether you are depressed. In fact, people who are depressed, they will begin to understand that it's because of this. Hallelujah. So we notice that hope is something that you exercise for a good expectation Okay, a good outcome for the future. Are you there? So hope. We also notice that there are three things that cannot change. Our, the return of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus. You cannot uh, bring, faith cannot bring it now. It will ever remain as hope. Is that not it? Our rewards that we will have in heaven, the rapture, different things like that. We've seen all that. But last week, we began the walk with faith. Is that not it? From Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one. 
Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So, Bible is showing us that our faith is the substance of things hoped for. What was the relationship between faith, hope, and love? We notice that faith depends on hope. Are you here? From the scripture, it said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. So you need hope in order to have faith. Without hope, you cannot have faith. Are you there? And we also notice that it looks like hope does not have substance. Hope does not have any stance. Hope doesn't have any quality. It's, it's like a wish. There is no good basis for hope. Somebody hopes to do well. Everybody hopes to do well. But people, most people don't have any basis for the hope. What are you doing that gives you the hope that one day you do well? Do, do you understand? Yeah. So, Bible says that we now need to move on to faith. Faith is the force, the power to bring the hope. Do you understand? The substance, the quality, it puts substance to your hope. Hello? Are you there? It's like, Faith is a higher force. It's a spiritual force. It's something that is not wishy-washy. It's not just an expectation, endless expectation that you don't know when it will happen. Faith puts substance. In other words, hope does not have substance. Are you there? If you have only hope, it means there's no substance. You cannot do much with hope. You will hope and hope and hope. Do you understand? And nothing will happen to the hope. Hope never happens. It's faith that actually brings hope into being. So when you have faith, you put time to your hope. When you have faith, there is specific, okay, calculation. They said, look, now in three years, in four, then you begin to undertake different activities to bring the hope to now. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says that now, faith is not the future. Hope is the one that is, Christ in us is the hope of glory. Hope, something good that will happen. An outlook for a good uh, uh, happening in the future. That is hope. Hallelujah. Amen. What brings that hope, we don't even know. That is why sometimes you ask people are singing, dancing. You ask them, why? They don't even know why they are happy. They are full of hope. Hallelujah. But faith, on the other hand, is not so. Faith, rather, is a greater force. Hallelujah. Are you here? That actually puts substance to your hope. The hope that you have faces that don't let it remain hope in the future that you don't know when it will happen and may never happen. But faith is that let's now quantify it. Let's put substance to it. Let's substantiate. Hallelujah. The substance of things hoped for. Hallelujah. May faith rise up in you. 
They dream that one day you will start a business. They dream that one day you will do well. Now you begin to take steps. Faith begins to put. Do you understand? Faith begins to walk towards the vision and actually put practical steps in achieving that dream, that wish. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, so last week we saw that faith brings victory. And today I'm sharing with you, um, very short, then we'll be out of here. What you cannot do without faith. What you cannot do. There are so many things you cannot do without faith. In fact, without faith, you cannot even be saved. Many people hope to be in heaven. Hello? Many people wish that one day they will not be burnt in hellfire. But look, that hope will never happen until you have faith to go to a church and receive Jesus Christ. So without faith, you cannot be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are things that you cannot do or you cannot have without faith. Are you there? In Ephesians chapter 2, maybe I should tell you how our faith comes. Then I will go to what you cannot do without it. We saw how hope comes. Hope comes through the word of God. Hmm? Through the patience and the comfort of the scriptures. We might have hope. But how does faith come? Faith comes through the word of God. In Romans chapter 10, verse number 17. Those on the scriptures, please help. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Can we read it together? One go. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Now, when you read the Bible, that word of God there, that word there is not logos. That word there is rhema. The reason why there's difference between logos and rhema. Logos is the written word. And rhema is the spoken, the word that God has given you, spoken to you specifically. Hallelujah. So every written word can be a potential logo, uh, what do you call it? Uh, rhema. If you, you take it. The reason why you can read a scripture and you wouldn't be able to use it is you have not prayed with it. You have not listened to it, meditated upon it, prayed with, with it for God to say to you that go in this thy might or this word is also for you. Hallelujah. So you cannot take every scripture and because it's in the Bible, he said, look, the Bible says, no, you need to, I mean, walk and pray with it until the word moves from Logos to Erema. Then it is the spoken word of God to you personally. Like Jesus said unto Peter, come. Come. I was told, I read a story about long ago, uh, Korea had a flood. Okay, there was a flood in South Korea. And during that flood, there was a lady evangelist who had visited Korea and the, some Christian group were supposed to be there and they were going to be there when the flood happened. So the leader of the group encouraged the people and told them that 
Look, Peter walked on water. So they can also walk on water to where the revival was happening. And he gathered all the people and they started to walk on water. And all of them drowned and died. I think it was in the 76 or 8 thereabouts. Are you there? So the current government came and said, no, they began to investigate about Christian faith. Why is it that these people die? So the Christian leaders came under straight scrutiny that they have killed people. That was when they had to explain about what the people said is in the Bible. Peter walked on water. Why did they uh, feel walking on water? Why did they die when they were using the word of God to walk on water? And it came to light that the difference between Logos and Rhema is that the spoken word, hallelujah. You notice that it wasn't all the apostles who walked on water. That word, come, was spoken directly to Peter. So if you also want to walk on water, you need to. Are you there? Read that scripture, pray with it, and ask God whether you can do that. If God has not said you can do that, please don't do it. Are you here? Yeah, so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That is why we say that nobody doubts hearing from God. When you hear from God, you cannot doubt. If you are not sure whether you heard, then you have not heard from God. But when God speaks to you, ah, faith rises up in you. Hallelujah. When you read your Bible, you have your quiet time and God speaks to you. Faith will rise up in you. Amen. May faith rise up in you. I say may faith rise up in you. And faith will let you overcome what hope will not give you. Faith will let you lay hold on your dreams and your imaginations. Hallelujah. Faith will transform you from a man of straw to a substantial person. Faith will cause you to have all the things that God has said concerning you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So what you cannot do without faith. Number one, you cannot be saved without faith. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 8 to 10. Quickly. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 10. What does the Bible say? The Bible say, by grace are ye saved. Through what? Faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Hallelujah. By grace are ye saved. Through faith. So without faith, you cannot be saved. Can you believe it? That without faith, you can easily go to hell. Without so you cannot be born again. Hallelujah. Faith is the thing that makes everyone escape hell. Amen. You need faith in order not to go to hell. You need faith to escape hell. You need faith to be born again. And Bible says, without faith, hmm? true faith, we can be born again. Look at Romans chapter 10, verse number 9 and 10. What does the Bible say? Romans chapter 10. We are moving to Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. The Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, okay, and that what? 
and you shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse number 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confirming how we got saved. Hallelujah. For if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, if you will say with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and you will believe with your heart that God has risen from the dead. Hallelujah. Believing brings faith. When you believe, do you understand? Things happen. So with the heart, you don't believe with your mouth. You don't believe with your mind. You may agree with your mind, but you believe with your heart. Hallelujah. That is why many things that we say we believe don't happen. Sometimes you believe, but it's not with the heart. It's a mental agreement. Yeah, I agree. But when you believe in something, something happens. Faith is an action word. When you believe in something, you move. When you believe in something, it puts you to work. Hallelujah. Are you here? Somebody, if you heard that there is a snake in your bed, your sleep will go away. No matter how tired you are, you cannot sleep on the bed. If you, but when you say there can be something here, you have heard it, but you will not mind it. But when you know, you saw Hmm? A cobra moved into your bed. Ah, you you give that that bed away. Even when they come and spray, they say, I'm not sure. Until do you understand? So that 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 is faith because you believe, you believe that look, I saw it, it entered here. I cannot sleep over here. So faith is an action word, it's a verb. It's a doing. So when you don't act and you don't move, it's no longer faith. Hope lets you wait. But that's why I said, now faith is. Now. You begin to act now. Faith does not defer anything. When you have faith, you begin to do what you believe in. Hallelujah. When you believe, you begin to work and walk on what you believe in. By faith, you begin to be saved. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I see you going to heaven because of your faith. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number two. What you cannot do without faith. Number two. Are you there? Without faith you cannot be righteous. You can't be righteous without faith. In Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 verse number 6 to 22. Romans chapter 4. Is it in your Bible? All right. The Bible says, and I read. It says, therefore it is of faith. That it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Hallelujah. How many have heard Abraham being called the father of faith? Yeah. 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him, 
whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. Bible says that he made Abraham father of all nations. And before that, he believed. Abraham believed in God. Hallelujah. Are you there? That when even his body was dead, it was 100 years, the wife was 90-something. Menopause has set in, could not give birth naturally, but supernatural hand of God came over them. Hallelujah. By faith, they believed and they became the father of many nations. Are you there? Verse number 18. Who against hope believed in hope? It's like, I mean, at the age that they were, there was no hope of ever having a baby. But against hope, do you understand? When you see a 100-year-old man and 90-year-old lady say that they are going to give birth naturally, it's against hope. The hope that one day you give birth did not happen. Now you are 99 and your husband is 100. What are you going to? When you were 25, it did not happen. 28, it did not happen. 32, 43. Now you are 90 years and your husband is 100. Hope. That, that's what Bible says. Against hope. Do, do you understand? Your hope that you have the baby is gone. But still, old, old, old mama, Gogo, hmm, was moving with a stick and said, I will give birth. Hallelujah. I'm talking about faith. <laughs> she was moving in the house with, with a stick. He said, this year is the year. This year I will take a seat. This year I will give a baby boy. Hey! Against hope. I'm sure people will be laughing. Say, oh, this woman, the, the, the thought of having a baby is making her crazy. But the Bible says, against hope. Hmm? believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Why? God has spoken to him that you will be the father of many nations. And he believed. Hallelujah. He believed. Hallelujah. He believed this. If God has spoken, that was the rhema. That was not the logos. God told me that I will be the father of many nations. And as far as I'm alive and I am not dead, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. It doesn't matter my age. It doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter my circumstance. It doesn't matter what the doctors are saying. It doesn't matter what medical science can tell me. That, hey, if you are not ovulating, if you are um, in monopause, if you don't have it, you cannot give birth. He said, I believe in God. Hallelujah. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. Hallelujah. People will say that he's a crazy old man. Verse number 19. Quickly, let's go. Bible says, and be not weak in faith. Hallelujah. Still believe in old man. Old man still believing, being not weak in faith. He considered not his own body, now dead. The body was dead, wrinkled. Do you understand? The body was dead, wrinkled, gray hair everywhere. Considered not, he did not consider the physical features, but 
Bible says, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Sarah's womb, there was deadness. There's no life at all. Hallelujah. Has God said something to you? That is why I spoke about Rima. It's not just taking the word. It's what God has said to you. If God says something to you, even if it's left with three seconds, it will still come to pass. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what God has said. It doesn't matter the time. Just keep believing. Have faith. Be strong in, 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 in the word of God. The spoken, the rima. What did God say to you in that dream? Look, one day I was, I was not even a pastor. I was a shepherd. Lying down. Praying. And I saw a hand writing in the sky. He, he wrote so many things. First one, I couldn't say what I have written. I couldn't read it. It was clean. Second time, third time, fourth time, fifth one. Then I saw the fifth one that was written was Emmanuel. Hallelujah. And I, I, I shouted, Emmanuel. And I heard a voice. He said, from today, I am Emmanuel to you. Wow. Hallelujah. I am a hand I have not doubted for a minute. Things have happened, but I have seen his presence with me in darkness. When I have been, I have been waited in a mortuary, in a mug, God brought me back to life. Hallelujah. I have seen Emmanuel. God has been with me. What is his word to you? Hallelujah. Through the thin and through the thick, God will stand by his word. The word of God can never fail. He is not a man to lie. Neither a son of man to repent. Have he said something to you? It will come to pass. Has he spoken a word to you? He will make good of it. God will make good of his promises. You can bank on the word of God. You can take his word to the bank. Hallelujah. He's more faithful than anyone. Hold on to your confession. And hold on to his word. Hallelujah. Are you there? He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Hallelujah. To stagger. Do you know what it means to stagger? When you see a drunken man, a drunkard, they stagger. Bible says that he did not stagger. Hallelujah. He was not shaking. He was unmovable. Hallelujah. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Unbelief will let you stagger. You will, you will begin to shake. You begin to doubt. You begin to compromise. But Bible says that he did not stagger. Somebody, you will not stagger at the word of God. Hallelujah. Come I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm preaching myself happy. God has told me he will fill the church. More souls will be... Um, you wait and see. I still believe it. Amen. He staggered not at the promise of, of, of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. When you are strong in faith, you give glory to God for things that have not yet happened because faith is the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So you begin to thank God. You begin to thank God for the ministry you have not seen. You begin to thank God for the anointing that you have not yet arrived. 
Do you, do you understand? You begin to thank God for the full church that you, is not yet there. You begin to thank God for the baby you don't have. You begin to thank God for the healing that has not yet appeared. You begin to thank God for the, for the manifestation that you are waiting for. You begin to thank God because with the eye of faith, you begin to know. Hallelujah. Because when somebody takes seed, when somebody is pregnant, he's not had the baby. But he, she goes around shopping for the baby. <laughs> Are you here? He goes around shopping for the baby. Because she knows that it's just a matter of time. When you have faith, all you know that it may tarry, but it will surely happen. Hallelujah. One of these days, I'm going to have my baby. That was Abraham speaking. One of these days, I will have my baby boy. I will be the father at the age of 100, his target, not at the promise by unbelief, but was strong in faith. Hallelujah. And was what? And being fully persuaded that what he had, what he had promised, what God had promised, he was able also to perform it. Hallelujah. This is the, this is the secret. He said he, he was persuaded. He was, he was, he, he had, he was convinced. He was assured in himself that, you know what? God is able. He created the heavens, the earth, everything. Oh, he can just wave his hand and I will be young again. <laughs> Somebody you may not have to do. God will just touch you, your, big, your belly will shrink without taking all this. Uh, 22, as we close. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. You become righteous. Bible says righteousness was credited to Abraham's account. Righteousness was transferred. When you believe in God, when you don't doubt, then you are strong in faith. Righteousness was imputed to him because he was able to believe in God. Hallelujah. Wow. May you believe. You know, we will continue this. Our time is up. We need to go. But I, I came to tell you, I came to there are things that you cannot do without faith. Save. To be saved, you need faith. Hallelujah. To be righteous like Abraham, you need faith. May the faith that you have cause God to impute righteousness unto you. Somebody who had, Abraham had his own fault. Next week, we'll talk about it. But something else made him righteous. His faith in the word of God, in the promise of God, made him a righteous person. Hallelujah. And I also pray with you and I pray for you. No matter what you've been through, no matter what is happening, stand firm and believe in the word of God to you. That will make you a righteous person. Bible says, it was what? Imputed, calculated, hmm? computed. They calculated. And said that he was right when he believed, they transferred into his uh, uh, account righteousness. He was credited with righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Imputed with righteousness. May God declare you as righteous in the name of Jesus. May your faith not fail. May your faith open doors. Last week we saw Daniel overcame even impossible situations through faith. You also have victories through your faith. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Stand to your feet.
bow your head for prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercies. Lord, our prayer is that we will be men and women of faith. That we will not doubt your word. That we will not stagger at your promise through unbelief. But we will be strong in faith. That we will, we will hope, even against hope, we will hope and believe in what you have said to us, like Abraham. I pray that everyone here under the sound of my voice will have victory, will overcome, will receive salvation, and will be counted for a righteous person because of their faith. May we not be the same in Jesus' mighty name. And as we live here, if you came this morning, you want to be born again, you don't want to go to hell, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to believe in Jesus. If this is what you are saying, all eyes closed. Lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to be born again. You want to be born again. All eyes closed. Only your right hand. Lift it high above your head and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you right now. God bless you. God bless you. Father, I thank you for every hand that is lifted. I pray with them. Please, if you've lifted your hand, come to me. My sister, my brother, come. You lifted your hand. Come. Come to me quickly. God bless you. 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 Stand right here. God bless you. Yes. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. God bless you. In the name of, lift your hands and let's pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say with me. Lift your two hands to the Lord. Say with me, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the savior the Lord and the master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I belong to you. I am yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. That they will know you, walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You know, our brother is called Anda. He's going to share something and give you a gift from our father, the prophet. The gift is called Born Again. It's a book. It will help you to know what has happened to you as a born again Christian. Okay? So I want you to go with him. Okay? Yeah, please, let's go. Put your hands together for them. God bless you. God bless you. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, we thank you and we bless you for your word. May faith rise in us. Thank you for hope and thank you for faith. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.